everybody. Welcome back to another week of Faith Over Fear. Hope you guys had a good Memorial Day week. Hope that you guys had time to spend time with your friends and family. Getting into this week, um, I am excited because my family will be at the beach. And so we're going to be on vacation, getting to enjoy some time just as the five of us and have some time away from work and away from um, just, you know, everyday life. We get a break. So looking forward to that. Um, This week, we are going to change directions a little bit. We're going to go into politics. And I know a lot of people don't want to talk about it. I know a lot of people get maybe tired of hearing about it or people are scared to talk about it and they don't really know or they don't really know enough of what's going on. So they don't want to talk about it. But guys, it's important to know what's going on in politics today. So I want to get into that this week. And so this week we're calling it things are heating up because undoubtedly things in the country continue to heat up. You feel like we've reached a new all-time high, or as I say, as a conservative would say, an all-time low, and things just keep getting heated up. We get a new low, and we keep going, we keep going, we keep going, We and we see you know, evidence of this in the Bud Light, in the Target, and all of these things going on, like pushing for um, LGBTQ plus agendas and indoctrinating kids on it and all of that stuff. And so um, before we get too far into what I really want to talk about this week, I want to encourage conservatives to continue to vote with your dollar. Most of these corporate companies are going to be woke. Most of them are going to support left, uh, a left-leaning agenda. Okay, so it's hard to just boycott everything, you know, because then we wouldn't be left with much. But I do think it's important to pick a handful and make a an example of them. And I think that Bud Light is a prime example of this. I think that Target's going through it and Kohl's is about to jump on that train with them. Um, and I believe another one is Petco is going to be another one who are pushing all of these, um, pride month themes, not just in their brands and in their clothing, but they're pushing it all the way out through their marketing. They're, you know, completely pushing away a whole set of buyers who don't agree with that or don't buy into that. And they're alienating all of those people. And so what I would tell you is, is if you shop at any of those stores, stop. And a big reason for Target and Kohl's, one thing I've learned this past week, is that not only are they promoting this stuff in their, um, in their the items that you can buy from their store, but they're also funneling money into LGBTQ plus um, agendas into kids' like curriculums and kids' lives. So not just in the things that they wear, but they're not actually financially promoting this stuff to indoctrinate kids. And so what I would tell you is, is you're not going to be able to get away from all of woke America. You're just not. But you can make examples of these big time, these big players in corporate America and let them realize that we're not, we're not okay with that. And we're not going to continue to push that because it's our kids' lives that are at stake. And we talked about this um, a couple weeks ago. We've talked about this a lot on the podcast, but I want to encourage you guys, continue to vote with your dollar. I've stopped buying Nike. We're no longer buying Starbucks. We don't buy um, from Target anymore. We're not going to go to Kohl's anymore. I'm not a beer drinker, so Bud Light, that one was an easy one for me. Um, But I can encourage everyone who does drink beer, don't buy Bud Light. I want to encourage you guys, don't buy into their agendas. We can make a difference. And you can see it in the stock market. So I want to encourage you guys to keep that stuff up. And so leading into that, what I want to talk about this week is the 2024 presidential election. I think that it is, um, this is going to be a pivotal point in our country. And there's a lot of things going on right now that's leading up to that. One of these things being that the Biden administration has really pushed corporate to uh, corporate America to push these agendas and to become woke. He was even cited in a meeting with a bunch of CEOs saying that the CEOs can do what he, the government, cannot do. 
And that's dangerous. That's dangerous that the government is is directing a free enterprise where to go in America. It's not a safe place to be in our country. And so why do I lead in with the Biden administration? Why do I lead in with these policies? Because I'm going to talk about what I think is important coming in to the presidential election. I've said this before in the 2020 election, and I'm going to say it a lot over the next year and a half. So you guys are just going to have to buckle up and, and you know really ride it out with me because this is the most important thing I think anybody could know, especially conservative Christians. Actually, Christians in general, whether you're conservative or progressive, if you're a Christian, if you have Christian family members who vote Democrat, if you have you know Christian friends who vote Democrat, or if you know anybody that, that ha- says they believe in God and that Jesus is their Savior, but they don't vote conservatively, hear me out for a second. I'll never tell anyone who to vote for. You can vote for whoever you want in this country. And I would never tell you who to vote for, but what I would tell you is look at the policies that these people stand for. Stop looking at the people individually. You know, I got so tired of hearing people talk about how mean Trump was and Biden was just this good old man. First of all, that couldn't be further from the truth. Joe Biden is not a nice old man. Joe Biden is a grumpy old man. He's senile. Half the time he doesn't know where he's at. And there's multiple videos, he just did it again recently, where he fell, because he's an old man. And to be honest with you, as much as I dislike the guy, as much as I dislike the policies, it's sad. It's sad that 82 million people in this country wanted to see that over Donald Trump because he's mean. Because he's mean. Guys, I'm going to tell you something. Almost every politician that you see is probably not a good person. And I'm sorry, I'm going to say it. They, have, they are playing a dangerous game when you get into politics. It is a dangerous game that is run by money, run by greed, and run by power. That's why I don't tell people, I don't like to say that I'm a Republican. I am a conservative Christian. My values are conservative. It's just the Republican Party aligns with those values more than the Democratic Party. And that's where I'm getting into. It's important about policies, not about people. It's important about policies, not about people. The left policies have gotten us where we are today. High inflation, high gas prices, high grocery bills, high mortgage rates. All of these things are because of an, in, an inflation in the country because of left policies. Look at the LGBTQ+, plus, the, the trans agenda that's being pushed into our children's schools and in their libraries and in their books. Look at what's happening. Look at what's happening with women's sports, you're letting men infiltrate women's sports and take over. You're letting men into women's locker rooms. It's not a good platform. It's not good policies. The border is wide slap open. There's drugs just funneling in with immigration at the border illegally. Fentanyl is, is one of the fastest killers in America right now. And all of these things are happening because of the left's agenda. Now, That's not me telling you that the right is much better because they have their issues too. They've had chances to cut spending when they had the House and they had the Senate and they had the presidency and they didn't do it. They blew out spending. So they're not perfect either, so don't get me wrong. But what I'm here to say is is what policies are aligning with your values, with your beliefs, because that's what's important. That's what's important. And so getting into the candidates of 2024, and this is just a rough... Um, start of what we're going to see over the next probably, you know, 12 to 18 months. It's going to get 
it's going to get dicey. It's going to get, it's probably, you're probably going to see a lot of stuff happen. That's just ridiculous. You're probably going to see some form of a disease like COVID try to come back into play so that they can push all these, um, voting habits. You're probably going to see a bunch of riots again. You're probably going to see a lot of quote unquote racial tension rising because that's what the media wants. That's what the left wants. You're going to start seeing all these things. So it's going to get kind of hairy, but where, where I want to really start is, is at the end of April, the Hill reported an NBC News poll found that 60% of Americans think Trump shouldn't try to retake Oval Office, including roughly a third of Republicans. 30% of those who think he shouldn't campaign in 2024 cite the criminal charges he's, he faces in New York as a major reason. Guys, that was a crock of crap. Now, that's not me pushing for Donald Trump. I'm going to get to that in a second. But that court case up in New York, the one about the allegation with that crazy woman who said he raped her or assaulted her or whatever it was, he wasn't even found guilty of rape. He had to pay a defamation, which ridiculous. But anyways, so if most people would turn off the news and actually realize what's going on, then that number would be up. So 60% of Americans think that Trump shouldn't run again. I'm going to say a large majority of that was Democrats. But this is the staggering poll. At the same time, 70% of Americans think that Biden shouldn't seek a second term, including 51% of Democrats. See, a third of Republicans, so just shy, just around 30% of Republicans don't want Trump. But 51% of the sitting president of his own party don't want him to run again. 48% of those 51 saying, or 48% of the 70% says that he, he shouldn't run again because of his age. And... I mean, his age is definitely is definitely a factor. But to me, again, it's not about people. It's about the policies that you put forth. It's about the policies that you stand on. It's about the beliefs that you stand on. And Joe Biden repeatedly has shown that he is a he is a far left leaning progressive president running a far left leaning progressive agenda that is dangerous for our country. It's dangerous for our kids. So getting into the Republican side. The 2024 candidates. So this is also NBC News. This is the Republicans who are, have either declared or likely. So I'm just going to go over a couple of the you know the big names. So I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't know all of these names. I'll, I'll just read them all. Donald Trump, obviously. Nikki Haley, um, Vivek Ramaswamy, Perry Johnson, Larry Elder. Larry Elder's a good dude. I would highly encourage you guys to go listen to him talk. Um, Hutchinson, Tim Scott, and Ron DeSantis. People likely to run Mike Pence, Doug Burgum, and Chris Christie in the mix. Um, they've got a lot of other um, Glenn, Glenn Youngkin. That's the guy in um, the governor in Virginia. Excuse me, not the guy. The governor in Virginia. He ran a great campaign um, and won a what used to be a blue state. He he won governorship. So um, good candidate. I don't think he really would have a a good chance on a national stage. Christy Noem is another big name. I don't know that she would have the great. Uh, uh, that great of a success on it. And then Liz Cheney, I would love to see Liz Cheney announce a run of the presidency. I would absolutely love that. That woman wouldn't pull a hundredth of a percent of voters, especially after what she's done in politics over the last couple of years. You know, I remember um, in 2022, it said it was the first time in 50 years that a Cheney, Biden, uh, a Cheney, a Biden, a Clinton, an Obama, and, there was, and a Bush wasn't in office. 50 years. Ain't nobody running to put Liz Cheney back in office, I can promise you that. So let's let's focus on a couple of the big names. Of the names that I said declared, I think you're going to get a couple people who end up there at the end. You're going to have, obviously, Donald Trump. He's pulling most of the, the party right now. Ron DeSantis is in second. Nikki Haley might be okay for a little while. 
Um, Tim Scott is an interesting one. I think he might stay alive for a little while. Probably not going to have a big shot. Tim Scott's a is a great candidate out of South Carolina. He's a good dude, good man. I like listening to him. Um, Larry Elder is a good dude. I don't think that he is necessarily going to be able to make a lot of noise on the national level. He did try to go for the gubernatorial race in California when Gavin Newsom was recalled just a year or two ago, and he came up um, he came up short on that run. I don't see a president run for him being. Um, that successful on the Democrats, you got Joe Biden, the incumbent, um, Marianne Williamson. I don't know who that is. And Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is an interesting one. I actually think that he could make a decent run at it, but the incumbent's going to win the nomination. I mean, that's just what's going to be. So you're going to get Joe Biden. And the only way Joe Biden does not make the 2024 presidential race is if he pulls himself out because the Democrats have already made it known that they'll run behind their man. He's a puppet. He's there because he can just put forth any policy that they want. So they've already made it pretty clear that they're going to run Joe Biden. But this is where it gets interesting, especially if you're a conservative Christian or a conservative, excuse me, um, is the Republican uh, primary race. Realistically, it's going to come down to Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis. That's what's going to happen in the United in the Republican Party in the United States in 2024. Here is the odd thing that is going on early as Ron DeSantis just declared with like in the last week or two. Here is what this is the interesting thing. Donald Trump has been coming at Ron DeSantis in a bizarre way. He's been attacking him um, from arguments on the left. He sounds like um, it almost sounds like a liberal attacking him. It's really weird. Sounds like the media attacking him. It's really weird. Trump even went on Truth Social and talked about how Andrew Cuomo, the old governor of New York, did a better job of handling COVID than Ron DeSantis, which is just factually wrong. I mean, that is just inaccurate. Florida was one of the best states that handled COVID. They had, um, they remained open on their economy. They remained open on their schools. There's, um, I guarantee their kids' score um, test scores are significantly higher than other places in the country. I know their death rates were better, especially considering when you factor in that Florida is much older. Um, Ron DeSantis crushed COVID-19. Ron DeSantis crushed COVID-19. I like Ron DeSantis. There's a lot of people saying that he's part of the deep state. There's a lot of people saying that um, there's conspiracies of the thing. I don't know that I'm buying into all that. Ron DeSantis seems like a pretty good dude. He runs a really good state. Now, does that always translate to the country? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But the weird thing is, and the thing that I want to encourage you guys to watch if you are conservative and you vote in the primaries is, watch what happens with the Trump-DeSantis race. I've not shied away from the support of Donald Trump that I had. Again, not because of the man, but because of the policies. I voted for Donald Trump in 2016. I was one of the first people in my family. I was one of the one of the first people that I know of that when they heard Donald Trump ran, was on on the Trump train from day one. Again, not because of who he is, not because it's Trump, but because I believed in the policies that he stood for, and I believed as a businessman he would do the best thing financially for the country. And to be honest, for the first three years of his presidency, it was we were right. We saw a great economy. We saw great policies. We saw protection in faith. We saw protection at the border. We saw protection for our kids. We saw protection for our women. It was, it was, it was a good time to be an American until COVID-19. And so that year, you know, we obviously everyone knows what happened. We struggled. It was a rough year. I voted for Donald Trump again in 2020. 
because I believed what the man did. I believed the policies that the man put in place. Again, do I wish that he would have got off Twitter more? Sure. Do I think that he can be a jerk sometimes? Sure. But if you're looking for somebody as a good person to vote for, I'm sorry, you might as well not vote. And that's not me saying that Ron DeSantis isn't a good man or Tim Scott's not a good man. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying people are flawed. So I would highly encourage you not to look at the person, but look at the policies and look at the platforms. The interesting thing on the conservative side is Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump are on the same team. They believe the same things and they push the same policies. I would argue that DeSantis actually handled COVID better than Trump. Trump unfortunately put some trust in Fauci early. I think that bit him in the butt. But that being said, we're watching a weird fight about to take place in the Republican Party. And I I would highly encourage you guys to stay tuned. Right now, early in this this race, primaries are going to take place in roughly a year. As of right now, I'm torn. I don't really know. Um, Trump's still pulling a large percentage of the of the party. The thing that I'm worried about is is dividing the party. So this is what I'm going to say this early in the race, and this is how I'm going to end it. Whether you like Trump or whether you like DeSantis, whether you're going to vote for Trump in the primary, or whether you vote for DeSantis in the primary, in my opinion, I don't think either either pick is bad. But what I would say is, we as a party have to unite whoever wins the primary. If Donald Trump gets knocked off the stoop and Ron DeSantis wins that primary, we have to we have to rally behind DeSantis. Donald Trump's got a huge following. A huge following. And but as conservatives, we have to to unite behind whoever the masses want to see in the Republican Party. If that's Ron DeSantis, we got to go with Ron DeSantis. If it's Donald Trump, we've got to go with Donald Trump. You can't choose not to vote because I think this is what happened in the last one. There was a lot of suburban mom, Republican moms, who just didn't like Donald Trump because he put a bad taste in their mouth. So they decided not either to vote for Biden because he was a sweet old man, which we all know that's not true, or you just didn't vote at all. And and that hurts the Republicans. The reason why the left is so successful is because they don't break rank. They don't fight with each other. Or if they do, they set those aside when it's time to vote. Republicans have got to start doing the same thing. I get that there's things that aren't necessarily that great, but sometimes you got to take the small victories. And we got to see a Republican Party start doing that. And so getting into the early stages of the 2024 presidential um, campaigns, I just want to encourage you guys, buckle up. It's going to be a long 12 to 18 months. I would highly encourage you don't necessarily get into knockout fist out, you know, drag out fist fights with people over who you're going to vote for or right, left, whatever. I just encourage you guys to continue to approach people full of grace, full of truth and full of love and stand firm on what you believe and don't shy away from it. That's what we talked about last week. Don't shy away from what you believe. It's time the conservative Christian stand up on their morals. And so, like I said, I just want to encourage you guys. Try to stay tuned into what's going on during this presidential um, cycle. I think it's going to be a big one. I have no idea what's going to happen in the primaries, let alone what's going to happen in the presidential race. So just stay stay tuned into it. Um, if you've got questions on it or there anything that I can do to help, you can always email me at tyler.faithorfear at gmail.com. Um, also do that if you have any prayer requests, any questions, just let me know. Um, shoot us an email. We'd love to answer you. We'd love to talk about it on the podcast. We'd love to pray for you guys. So, um, like I said, reach out, 
As usual, guys, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Thank you for tuning in every week. Thank you for the support that we get at the podcast. I've had several people reach out to me in the last couple of weeks um, just talking about how the podcast has reached them, how it's encouraged them, um, and just you know thanking me for it. And the thing is, is this is not me tooting my horn. It just blesses my heart to know that God can move through a podcast. God can move through a 15, 20-minute episode of just me sharing my heart and what I believe God has for us as a church. And so thank you guys so much for the support. As usual, share with your friends and family. You can watch us on Spotify, or excuse me, watch us on YouTube and Rumble. You can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We also have a Shopify account, so you guys can go buy hats, shirts, hoodies, car decals, um, just to support the podcast. The money does not go to me. Anything profited off of those goes right back in to the podcast to help us promote the page, promote the podcast. Um, and, you know, it, it takes money to run this thing. So if if you do that, just know that you're supporting a ministries. You're not supporting my bank account, nor would I want you to. It's just about furthering the kingdom. So thank you guys so much. I love you, and we'll see you next week. Oh.